meeting the people in your community. Here's Lisa Kay with Talk of the Town. We're back on Talk of the Town in the KTOE studios today. My name is Lisa Kay, and joining me once again from the city of Mankato, the Director of Administrative Services, Parker Scopehammer. It's been a while since I've seen it's you. It's been a while, Lisa. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, what were we talking about the last time last you were time here? Last time we were here, we are talking about the 2023 Capital Improvement Plan, which we're underway with right now, completing a lot of those projects we talked about last year. Yeah, this is cool because when we talk, uh, uh, that's a long time process. I it think you had mentioned that back in like 2015 to 17 was when this was, we were starting it. So that's when the sales tax was. But I think what we talked last time was is the capital improvement around the kind of the coming year. So last oh, fall. Oh, last I, fall. That's right. So we've got some improvements that, uh, well, that you've seen and and that are coming. And that's why we have you in from the city. I talked to Susan just the other day, uh, city manager, all about the improvements. And I saw that the Free Press had an article on it as well um, that are coming to All Seasons Arena. Um, so when we talk about the when we talk about the money that yeah, it yeah. takes to, to the money, yeah, let's talk about the money first of all because I, I thought about that when she left. I'm like, that's a lot of money. I think it was like eleven million or something like that. I don't yep. don't quote me on that. Yeah, but um, where does that all come from? Yeah, and we seem to forget that we talked about a sales tax, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a th- right. Let's talk about that. Yeah, you bet. Reminder. Yeah, yeah. So and I would back up to maybe 2015, 2016, where. Uh, the extension of the sales tax was going through. And there's specific legislation around um, what the sales tax can be utilized for. And from the standpoint of what what I'll call recreation and what's specifically outlined for eligible uses for the sales tax is is that um, from the standpoint of fields, baseball, softball, uh, pool facility was in there, hockey was in there, and regional parks. Those were kind of the things that we could use the sales tax money on, which, you know, generates between um, $5.86 million, kind of the budgeted amount that we typically utilize. Um, And that's in addition to improvements for our parking ramps. That's in addition to the airport. That's in addition to um, the Civic Center. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. there's, you know, that's just kind of that pocket of the pocket of money. But, um, you know, I, I think just right now it's an exciting time because we've gone from the approval, you know, almost, you know, eight years ago yeah, to kind of the planning stage, which certainly was longer than anticipated, certainly with COVID. But now we're starting right. to get to the point where we're checking some of these things off and we're seeing the completion of them. We're seeing them move to the design phase. Um and I think it's going to be a lot that the community can be proud of. Can I take it back to COVID? And like, yeah. because that, that just kind of stopped everything, right? It, it did. stopped everything. But what were you able to get done yeah. as a city government in that little break? Right. So I would say that we had had tremendous amount of work and outreach that was done in kind of what I'll say 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. And like you said, COVID happened. We had to take a pause, both from the standpoint of access to facilities and from the standpoint of we didn't know how the sales tax was going to continue to produce from a, from a revenue standpoint. Right. Um, all that coupled with we had a change in city manager. We had a, uh, we've had some change in council, right, mm-hmm. council members. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, uh, to credit to, to, to Susan and to the council, you know, we picked up shortly thereafter. Right. And these plans went from kind of on the shelf. We dusted them off pretty quickly. We did um, some final outreach and we've got them to the point where, hey, let's start designing these. Let's get our funding in place um, and get moving on the projects, which um, 
was able to happen and happen quickly. Yeah. And how do you decide where to start first or do you decide multiple places? Yeah. And I think this was kind of unique because we had so many of these projects teed up. We were able to move projects quickly. I mean, from the standpoint of what we have going on, Mm -hmm. I mean, in terms of Turtle Lot, in terms of ASA, in terms of some of the, the park improvements, in terms of Thomas, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like there's improvements all over the place. There's improvements I mean, all I, over. Like doing talk of the town, airport, like you were saying, mm-hmm. every every place. Right. Um, so, so, so it was it was so to answer your question, it was kind of unique because we had all these planned. Um, certainly, we knew that we needed to address um, Thomas because that was just that was a need that needed to take place from a drainage standpoint and a usability standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was really turtle lot. And turtle lot from the standpoint of, you know, uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't say this, but we literally had components that were held together by duct tape. When I say components, system wise, right? It wasn't dependable anymore. And and frankly, we got to the point where the count the 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 conversation with the council of like, as much as this is a community asset, if we don't make the improvement, we got to get out of the pool business. Right. I was talking to Susan about that. Just like with the ice, if you don't yeah. invest back into what we have. And take care of what we have. How right. do we move forward with right. that? And then it becomes, you see on the internet, like one of those ghost shopping malls yeah, exactly. that's just out there and it's not taken care of. Exactly right. So, I mean, we at, at the pool, we had, um, you know, that's a building that was constructed in the 1930s. And the last update was 40 years ago. So we had mechanical systems out there that were 40 years old. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, to that exact point, it, it, and I think that's something that, um, the community, certainly the council can be proud of is like, we, we, we have a mantra going right now, um, of taking care of what we have. Right. And before we build new, let's take care of what we have. And I think a lot of what you're seeing is reinvestment into existing assets, facilities, those types of things. Reinvestment into our community yeah, exactly uh, for right. our community. Let's talk about the community fields first. Yeah. Um, what do you, what, what can you tell me about what went on there, what was needed and yeah. what kind of things are moving forward? Right. So I, I would say uh, the, the overarching kind of um, take on community athletic fields is, is that one of the best youth baseball complexes in the state. That's what we've heard mm-hmm. time and time again. Um, was there some improvements that uh, we heard about that can make it even better? Yeah. One of those was parking and we heard it both from the neighborhood, but we also heard it from the, the end users from the standpoint of, um, you know, people are parking on the street, you know, kind of bogging down that neighborhood, but also just the walk and the flow. So we were able to add a parking lot, um, that provides better accessibility, but also takes a lot of the cars and that traffic flow. Um, and reduces the impact on the neighborhood. Give me the location if people aren't quite familiar with it. Um, so that the community athletic fields is right. Uh, it's located at the same site as Rosa Rosa Parks Elementary School, mm-hmm. just right behind right behind, kind of on the south south uh, edge of town. Um, you know, and we also heard some things that we're going to continue to evaluate and, and kind of phase in. We heard things such as shade. You know, being that it is a right. relatively new complex. There's no trees. There's no trees, and <laughs> you know, it's certainly in between games, we heard a lot of. Hey, it'd be really nice to have a tree or some type of shade structure to mm-hmm. be under so that, you know, you're not exposed to the sun in those hot summer months. So, uh, you know, that's something that we'll continue to look at. But right. I, I think just that in terms of smaller improvements, yeah, that was probably a smaller improvement, but we've heard really positive things about it. So that, I would say kind of mission accomplished. Is that, that complete now? That is complete. It's being utilized. Uh, again, we've been, we have regular uh, conversations 
with Maba, um, just kind of on how are things going, what's the maintenance, what let's talk about kind of future needs going right. forward to that capital piece too, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. maybe a potential different funding stores, but continuing the planning. It doesn't ever stop, right? It's a, it's a perpetual continue the conversations, right. hearing what the needs are, planning the money and the execution. Have you been up in an airplane and flown over those fields? I have not, but... I have. It's have cool. you? It's cool. Yeah. Well, it, here's what we have done. So recently, and I think uh, Susan has talked to you previously about this, about the drone. The drone, the yeah. The drone, right? Perfect. Uh, everybody loves the drone. You don't need to get up in a plane. That's huh? right. So, but I mean, in terms of being able to kind of monitor progress and get a true sense and sometimes the size of the scope of these projects, right? that that drone has certainly been helpful in that. Yeah. Telling that story. Kind of getting that bird's yeah. eye view and taking a look down. So community fields are um, as complete as they're going to be right now. Right now. Yep. Right now. And still also, um, yeah, I, I'm always interested in the funding aspect of it. Uh, and you said switching uh, where the money comes from sometimes. Right. Um, so if that happens, when that happens. For sure. You know. And I mean, that's, again, that's up to the council's discretion, but we really have our sales tax, as I said, to kind of address from a recreation standpoint, regional parks, our fields, um, the hockey mm-hmm. and the pool. That's those are some specific specific eligible uses. But then we also have our parks capital right. plan, and that's where we address neighborhood parks, some of the more ancillary components to make these facilities um, more user friendly, yeah. and again, pour into them. Right, and I think that as a general population, as I would be. I don't really understand the difference between this park and that park and where yeah, and yeah. where that falls in or where the money comes from. So it's uh, thanks for coming in to talk about that. Um, Turtle Lot Pool, I have uh, you know utilized that for many, sure. many years with kids. When they were when the kids were small, we would go down. And um, we've been hearing in the community, oh, I wish there was this. I wish there was that. And uh, we know that we needed improvements. You said things being literally held together by duct tape. Yeah, right. Um, things break. Things get old. Yes, they do. And I mean, uh, that's just, that's one of those things where it's, you know, that pool, um, it's, it's a lap swim pool. It's, I mean, it has, it certainly is utilized, heavily utilized. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, hey, let's take care of what we have, but maybe let's add some amenities to expand the use um, and expand the use from the standpoint of zero depth entry pool, right? water slide. Um, and again, you know, we've got some comments of, are you, are you trying to compete with North Mankato? And it's absolutely not. This is a, this is a different use. It's adding some additional amenities, but it's all about taking care of what you got. Right. Right. And so what are the changes that people have seen? Yep. Where are we on those changes? Yeah. And yeah. So certainly if you, if you drive by, um, construction is heavy and I would say it's, it's closed this year. It is yeah. closed this year and it's heavy through that entire park. Mm-hmm. And from the standpoint of their digging, the zero depth entry, the uh, bathhouse, essentially, as, as I stated, it, it's from the 1930s. That needed to be replaced. It did. Big time. It did. So <laughs> it, it has been gutted. Um, and so they're, they're working through the process of kind of the new layout, new fixtures in there. Right. Um, which so they're gutting good. it. They're not like tearing it down and putting nope. up a brand new right, one, right? Right. It, it, they, they're, they, it'll be um, rehab, okay. a rehab yeah. project. Um, but we're going to change the flow in there, kind of the layout, the connectivity, um, the accessibility, it, the accessibility like, yeah. of it. And I mean, it just frankly, I mean, it was just, it didn't have a very, um, it was approachable. Kind of, it feel. was dark. It, it, yeah. It was dark. That's was fair. Dark. That's a nice way to say it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that, that certainly will change. Right. That whole feeling will change. Um, but the other exciting piece to that is, is as you think about Turtle Lot Park, 
including the pool from kind of a corridor standpoint. Mm-hmm. Certainly you have this, you know, there's a nice softball field right there that's right. Re- readily utilized, but also you drive by um, kind of the north side of, of Turtle Lot Park on a, I mean, any morning between 7.30 and 9, mm-hmm. the amount of pickleball players yeah. that are at that that are at uh, that, that park. Pick, yeah. So there's six pickleball courts currently. We're adding six more. That construction is underway. I would say that that's likely to be complete this year. Okay. Um, and then the other aspect was is there was a playground set that was just adjacent to to the pool um, that is going to be replaced as well, and that will be ready for the opening next uh, May is is the scheduled. So May 2024 mm-hmm. is the scheduled opening date. So new pickleball courts. New um, park equipment, new, or I won't say new, refurbished, Re- replaced, revamped, uh, pool. revamped pool um, house, and then the addition of a um, zero depth entry pool. Yeah. That's so it's nice. kind of a cool, it, it, I mean, all encompassing, not just the pool, but there's some other amenities coming there. Right. Too, that is a, actually, it's a really beautiful um, space. It is. And it is. so. Uh, like you said, take care of what we have. That's right? right. That's right. Parker Scovehammer in with us on Talk of the Town, the Director of Administrative Services for the City of Mankato. And we're talking a little bit about um, the sales tax and how they're spending it and uh, some of the improvements that are coming to our area. And Thomas Park was a big one. Um, I had baseball players when my kids were baseball players. Sure. Uh, they're old now and have aged out. But I do remember Thomas Park and back when they were playing, which wasn't terribly long ago, but 10 plus years, you know, um, they needed improvements then. Yeah, yeah. There's from no a doubt. parent standpoint, it would have been nice to have a few things. What's going on at Thomas Park, um, and how do you, how do you even? As I'm sure you're not a baseball expert. Like, what do we need? You have right. to go out and find somebody. Like, what do we need? What? Yeah. Who do you hire for that? Right. So, I, and I think that's part of the kind of the engagement pieces that we've really taken strides on in in the organization of um, whether that's hockey, whether that's Turtle lot pool, it's let's hear from the end users. Mm-hmm. You know, a good idea is a good idea. So we want to hear from those folks. Um, and a lot of times, such as baseball, softball, a lot of these parents, they're going to different places. Mm-hmm. They're going to, um, you, you can know, see what other communities other have. Other communities have, and they bring those ideas yeah. back. And that's, and you can see that as, as, you know, I've been in those meetings where we've taken an idea that we've heard in terms of um, the bathroom location. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bathroom. So Thomas Field, and maybe I'll just start there. Is yeah. We had some we had some drainage issues there. So and and just some overall usability. We needed to ensure that these kids had dependable places to play. Mm-hmm. So we've we've added in in a pinwheel formation four fields, um, to, to kind of the um, what I'll call the north side uh, of the park. Sure. Orient myself there. Um. And then better you than me. Yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't do yeah. that. I'm like, take a left at the you know hamburger joint. And then <laughs> and then we have a we added a cha- we we um, rehab the championship field. Okay, including turf. And then uh, field two is also I would consider more of a championship field. Um, but Mankato East uh, softball team uses that primarily, but it is eligible for use during okay. tournaments and things like that. But going back to kind of some feedback that we heard about, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of. We have a concession building and a larger restroom in between field the champion two championship fields. That becomes a long walk. So mm-hmm. what if we uh, developed a smaller bathroom facility in the middle of, of the pinwheel? Oh sure. And um, you know a parent 
brought that up and said, hey, this would be a great idea. Um, we agreed and executed that. And I think that's going to be a huge asset. This is where I say when you as the city put out those community engagement sessions or ways to respond or give ideas that Absolutely. it's important for us as citizens to take advantage of that because we are listened to. Right. Um, and, and you do a good job of doing things with us and not for us and to us. Right. Exactly. And, and, and I mean, I think we as a city have done, we, we're trying to do a better job of when we've taken an idea and said, Hey, yeah, this is implemented. This isn't something that the design firm or that city staff has come up with so that people understand, yeah, we do listen to that. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it. So, um, yeah, you can see in in Thomas, the the ideas that we took from from the end users are sprinkled throughout the the entire facility. Is that complete now? That is complete. So we had our our first tournament uh, just before the 4th of July, the weekend prior to the 4th of July. Um, There was, I believe, 100 teams in town. Now, they weren't just playing at Thomas. They were they spread, spread out, out throughout the community, but uh, heavily utilized. We've got, uh, we had another one last weekend, and we've got three more scheduled throughout the uh, the rest of, of the summer. So, I mean, it's going to be a, a true community asset, something that's going to be utilized a lot. I think that what we need to remember also is when people, I, I, I've heard people, why are we spending so much money on X, Y, and Z? When we do things like that, we bring those 100 teams to town. That's an economic impact Absolutely. on the city. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have I mean, hotels booked. We have restaurants being utilized. People are going into shops. They're yep. not just here to play it, ball. It's, so it's absolutely, it's that and it's a quality of life component, right. you know, in terms of having these facilities. And that, that was really built for youth. I mean, certainly will there be potentially some other uses? Mm-hmm. Sure. We're, we're talking with Bethany College about potentially that being the home site of their uh, softball team. That's right there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's some exciting uses for it. Uh, you know, it's going to be something that um, is going to be used heavily throughout those summer months. So well, it's, exci- it's an exciting time. But we are, if, if I can, if we are having um, kind of a ribbon cutting, or okay. we are having a ribbon cutting on July 25th, Tuesday, July 25th, from 3 to 6 um, at 3 o'clock at the park, we'll have kind of a brief program. And then there'll be self-guided tours where people can see kind of the pinwheel, the batting cages, the new concession um, stand. And, and there'll be staff there to answer any questions that might might happen. Once again, when is that? Where is that? That is Tuesday, July 25th from 3 to 6 p.m. at 100 Thomas Park. All right. We have a couple minutes left. I want to pick your brain about um, Riverfront Park because we're talking bonding. There's some improvements that might need to be made. Yeah. What can you give us in a couple minutes? Yeah. So uh, moving from sales tax to capital to kind of bonding is, is, you know, most recently we had bonding dollars for our wastewater plant, Mm -hmm. $35 Now we, you know, we're coming up on another bonding year. um, And it was really, what are some of the other projects that are needed um, and, and we decided to, uh, on a quality of life project. Um, certainly Riverfront Park is a, a heavily utilized asset. But where we're seeing and w- what we're struggling with is we get a lot of events that are what I would say a size of 500 to 1,000 okay. where we don't have a permanent stage. Mm-hmm. And the cost that, it in, that they inquire to take a permanent stage or rent a permanent stage and right. do the rigging and those types of things, set up chairs, it's just not feasible for them. Mm-hmm. So what we are proposing the state assist us with is um, the acquisition of a permanent stage mm. and permanent seating. Now, the whole, what I'll call, bowl of that is the amphitheater as we yeah. know it, won't be permanent seating. 
but we'll look to kind of put in 750 chairs is what we're proposing of okay. permanent seating because when we don't do that, we have, to, again, there's staff costs associated with setting up those chairs. True. And it just, it prices those smaller events out. And, and our whole goal is, is, you know, whether it's any of these assets that we've talked about, we want to ensure use. Yeah, let's and use the parks. Let's right? use the parks. So that, the other piece is, is there is a um, boat, boat launch, canoe launch right, right there to the sure. river. Um, that is in a state of disrepair. Um, and again, that Riverfront Park has mm-hmm. got so many opportunities mm-hmm. to for quality of life, for recreation. Um, so we're looking for the state to step in and assist us with the repair and replacement um, for for that for that canoe launch. Um, and again, that's embracing kind of the connectivity to the river, which right, is great. Right. So we'll see you down at the park. We've got a Walker Hayes concert coming up on Friday. We'll there see you at Ribfest. There I mean, you go. We got all kinds of good stuff coming. Beautiful up. space. Uh, once again, the director of administrative services for the city of Mankato, Parker Scope Hammer, in with us. Thanks. It's good to see you, you again. Good to see you too. Thanks for having me.